Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Devin McCoy, and this is the Dirt Bike Journals. Hey, we're going to do things a little bit different today. This time I have Rob back again on the show, and we did a trail down south a little bit of me here in Utah called The Hanging Tree. And we did a little uh, pre-run chat and then a recap when we got back. So here you go. All right, we can do whatever editing we want later. That's now we great turn thing it off. about that. Still recording? It is still recording. Anyway. It, it might have hurt the bag. Hard to say. All right, all right. Just, no, I was going to say just open it up now, and that way you don't have to fiddle with it later. No, I, no I'm just not even going to mess with it. It'll be fine. This segment will only be like five or ten minutes anyway. Right. Okay. Well, so... We're back on a fireside chat. It is a fireside chat, finally. It's been, what, like over a year? Because I think we did Green River Rally last year. Yeah, it's been... I didn't go this year. It's been like a year and a half, yeah. And here we are, outside Ephraim. Yep, everybody's favorite guest, Rob, is back. Perennial. <laughs> That's how we do. Yep. So uh, we're down in Ephraim, Utah, up in, the, up in the mountains, west of Ephraim. East, sorry, east of Ephraim. And tomorrow we're going to go ride the gnarly Hanging Tree Trail, which is over in the Sandpitch Mountains. So Rob brought this idea up. Oh, I don't know, what was it, a month or two ago? About a month ago. And you're like, hey, check out this gnarly trail. And I looked it up, and I just saw pictures from people's YouTube channels and not even seeing the video yet. And they're, like, super cranked on all of their their articulation and stuff and, like, 45-degree angles. I'm thinking, well, shoot, now what's he drug me into? <laughs> <laughs> it looks real nasty. But immediately I wanted to. Right? I mean... <laughs> We'll probably, as long as we only break bikes, I'm okay with it. That was my concern, yeah. I was like, I can break my bike, but... Right. The bike can sit in the corner for a couple months, no big <laughs> deal. You know, we've only got another... Well, sh- crap, actually, it yeah. can't sit in the corner for a couple months. we nope. got to ride in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, that one, it'll, it might have to get, like, zip-tied back together if I break too much, but that's fine. Uh, but it, then we got the desert rides and stuff down south, so... Yeah. It can't go unanswered if we break something. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's got, it's got time, you know, we're yeah. getting kind of towards the end of the normal riding season, but yeah. Anyway, so I had a guy, uh, Dave Tanner was talking and he said that it was harder than Pritchett. Yep. I talked to somebody and they're not much of a, a, a wheeler, but they've got buddies who have hit it and they said it's one of the gnarliest trails in the state. Jeez. Uh, and those looking at YouTube videos, I cannot find a YouTube video of someone riding a dirt bike on this trail. No. All of it is pretty built 4x4s. I think that they recommend front and rear lockers and 35-inch tires, bare minimum, mm-hmm. to even attempt it. But they're also, you know, 6 to 8 feet wide. We're like yeah, 2 foot at the handlebars, maybe. Yeah. So got a lot more line choice i'm really hoping that it's not like impassable gnarly but i based on the videos i'm seeing like potentially three foot step ups yeah well what makes it even gnarlier is the fact that there is a creek running through it yes like a 
I don't know, 20 CFM. It's not real bad, but it's Some enough where... Some of the look pretty fast. I think it depends yeah. on rainfall and snow melt. There's a lot of snow melt this year. Yeah. And it just rained. And there is still snow up on top. Yep. My dad was up there last weekend, and he said there were snow drifts still across Skyline Drive. Yep, so. I believe it. I was up uh, by the Potter's Ponds area, and Did on the way in... Some? Yep, up on the higher ends, like not on the road itself, but up higher you could see big snow drifts okay. that still haven't melted, so they probably won't this year. No, I doubt it. Not it's, where it's getting this cold. Yeah, mm. it's it's already cooling off. We're probably... We got to be close to this end of the. I bet you we're in the fifties right now. Yeah, I think so. It's oh my god! It's such a relief after we've been at what, almost a hundred degrees for the last three weeks. Yep, that so, was miserable. Uh, pretty happy about that. Yeah, a little bit nervous about how bad I'm going to break my bike, but we did get up here tonight. We kind of hustled out after work and uh, installed two fresh Tusk talons on the rears of, or the rear of both bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, front tires are the same because we don't. You don't need to steer. It's fine. We try to uh, keep that one up in the air. <laughs> right. That's the whole goal, right? But um, should be good. Should be pretty nasty. Uh, we got to remember to actually like take video and uh, yeah and whatnot. That's always a hard part. Maybe some pictures because I think we're going to throw some bikes on the ground pretty hard. Uh, yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I, I picture in my mind climbing up something and have it just slip out and then just bounce back down the obstacle. Could be. Could be that soaked one. Soaked with water. Could also be uh, like my run at in Pritchett last year, maybe oh. with Nate, where I just about launched my bike to the moon. Was that the one where you sailed it, but you held onto the bars? Yeah, because I because so I couldn't let go for some reason. <laughs> Normal smart people would have let go, but I just <laughs> held on and kind of got dragged along. But I landed nicely. The bike landed nicely-ish. Pulls the lever, crunk. Crunk <laughs> lever. <laughs> That was probably the best at it. That was that, that one was, was so good. Super funny. Um, but yeah, I could see that one happening again. Yeah, whiskey it a little too much. Yeah, I gave her a little too much beans. That was on the way back, so like, I was a little tired after that one. And arguably, I haven't been riding enough this year oh, at man, all. Neither have I. I just like, oh, it's been you know, I haven't ridden much yet this year, but there's still time. And now I'm like, oh man, we're in August now, and I've ridden yeah, a half a dozen times this year. Barely. We're gonna ride all the way into November, probably. I mean, we can even ride through as long as we go south. We can go down to St. George or something. Yeah. There's not usually too much snow down there, depending on That's true. how you go down. Yeah. But anyway, we're here. We're going to hit the hanging tree tomorrow. And we'll report back tomorrow and see uh, just what the carnage was. Absolutely. It'll be good. Want to do a sound test here? No, looks good. Cool. Okay, so hanging tree is over. We're back. We made it. Well, some of us made it. We basically got to the end, more or less. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, recap. We got out to, uh, went through Ephraim, drove out there on the dirt roads. A little confusing. There's no real signage or markings for it. They just came across some flatbed trailers that were obviously from four-wheel guys mm-hmm. parked on the side of the, the road and we're like oh i, I guess this will work <laughs> yeah so we unloaded right there and rode up to the canyon went through a couple more gates and then it was how would you describe it it was basically like a big bouldery canyon that had had a flash flood and somebody made a trail 
four by four trail through it. Pretty much. It's just just random boulders everywhere. There's nothing that's been managed at all. No. Yeah, it's not like a designed trail. It was Yeah. I guess really in talking to those locals, they started driving it back in like the nineties. And they just kinda started driving up it and how far can we get? And it took years and years to finally make it to the top. Yeah. Like a little bit at a time each season. Yeah. And it, it changes drastically every every time you go. He's like, Oh, a month ago it was a it was way more water than it is today. Yeah. But today has more water than we would normally see this time of year. Mm-hmm. Normally this creek is barely a trickle and it's anywhere from, I don't know, a foot maybe wide in some of the smaller parts to like, I don't know, five foot wide probably in the bigger parts. And yeah. Yeah. It was pretty spread out. Ranged in depth from an inch to freaking probably a foot. Yeah. The random holes and stuff. Yeah. And he that we're talking about is a guy we ran into on a krx um who was a member of the sage riders club was he the president he said he was at one point but he's not anymore yeah anyway he was up there riding a kawasaki krx and yeah he was telling us in the last 10 years it's just totally changed and they never seen this much water in it so it made it for made for an extra slick trip this time apparently yeah but uh yeah what what was really interesting was some places (laughs) Where it was, you could tell that the wash or the river had come down and really washed it out. The trail, I don't think, is ever in the same spot in those areas. No. Where you have the wide, maybe 20 foot section, and the river has cut, you know, back and forth as the erosion happens. It kind of changes its direction and its path. The trail does the same thing. Yep. So, change where you drive or ride. Exactly. And then we got up to some of the other spots where it had been above the creek or could only go in the creek in one spot and you could see that it was clearly worn in but what was crazy is this trail just suddenly has three foot diameter boulders on one one track that jeeps and whatever rig have to climb over there's there's no getting around it yeah you got to have big clearance and we're not talking like you know super duty pickup truck clearance (laughs) we're talking 35 inch 40 inch tire clearance yeah with a lift yeah they said back in the day those guys were running a lot of them were running 33s and he's like of course we also used to break things every ride <laughs> so uh, i think 35s are a minimum those guys that were up there the krx had 35s on it but that's obviously a little bit different yeah most of the big wheelers had i bet you 40s or better those that that one that had the the double steer yeah. front and rear steer that guy was running 40s or more yeah those are huge yeah and so did that one buggy that was towing yeah. the toyota yeah so yeah. we get up there and there's a crew the team win um they were cruising up there and they had these built buggies they were crawlers and they both had uh dual steer and one of them was towing a toyota pickup yeah. up through it yeah it broke i guess most of the way through the trail and they just had to tow it the rest of the way out yeah which would be gnarly because the last some of the obstacles in there uh scattered throughout there's really no like it's not like an ascending order uh they <laughs> no. would be they they'd be rough i feel like just as a solo rig yeah let alone towing somebody up so i imagine they must get somebody at the top and maybe winch from there or mm-hmm. they have a, to a daisy chain yeah. set up or, or what have you but man gnarly gnarly yeah so to to describe the rock it was it was like it was like smooth sandstone it's almost like it had a lime scale on it kind of yeah So when it got wet it was really slippery right in the water course was pretty decent 
you could get some good traction and the the tusk um what are they called again talon the talons we both ran those today and they were they super were grippy yeah overall i was super happy with the tire there's a few spots where it's, it slipped out but i don't feel like any tire would have really necessarily done any better no maybe in a couple of instances like a trials tire like a competition trials maybe but yeah. it would have suffered i think in other areas so yeah uh, it's kind of a wash there yeah but if, if there was a dry spot on some big sandstone normally we're used to getting a ton of grip and we just go yeah but the second it gets any water which it's going to happen because you're in the water and then you're dragging water with your tire as you go out you're getting it wet here come those four strokes back um but yeah as soon as you get it wet it's instantly just super slick yeah there's like either like a lime scale or maybe like a silt coating that was really thin whatever it was yeah. it just greased up as soon as it got wet mm -hmm. uh that that proved to be interesting at times yeah um there was a bunch of waterfalls what do you figure probably close to a dozen yeah yeah um, a dozen of varying heights anywhere from like double step you know two or three footers to actual three foot long faces that you'd have to launch up all the way up to 30 feet yeah the Just, last the very last one all said and done was probably 30 feet mm -hmm. in two steps two stages it was but even then it was yeah it was two technically two stages but you couldn't stop in one of those stages no you couldn't stop in between you had to, to hit it all as one run. yeah one run uh it was a semi-flat spot so like as long as you were still going you could you could pick up a little momentum potentially but mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like you could stop and reset you you had to get into it and, and the worst part about the first section it wasn't that steep but man slicker than snot yeah and you know both rob and i we won some we lost some on that <laughs> that's a real thing rob had some superhero moments it was just like holy crap especially at the end but then there were some obstacles where it just you just got smacked <laughs> yeah just didn't see it right didn't hit it right whatever yeah. it was and yeah i had a couple of those or i just dinged my pipe the last one one of them coming down i dinged my pipe so hard that it kind of jarred me a little bit and then my pipe immediately sounded different like it was released from the from the exhaust manifold a little bit and it just yeah it didn't sound good yep so yeah we got slapped around a little bit and we conquered some things real good and it was a day that's yeah. a hard trail that, that's it's no joke no it's, check the instagram channel and you'll see some of the videos of our wins and losses today yep <laughs> there was you know i i think one of my favorites was a win and a loss because i made it yeah but it was it it was interesting yeah it was definitely a, a kind of a throwback to warner valley last year where <laughs> i centered just a little too hard there bud <laughs> but totally yeah. worth it it was all it was it was cool turned out pretty good on video i feel like so oh yeah you know yeah so definitely check out the instagram page or facebook and, and see those photos and videos but uh would you ride it again 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. this time we'll go all the way up the waterfall the second one i i gassed out on i was i i don't know what happened lack of sleep all week or just didn't have it in me today but Rob got to the bottom of the waterfall, got a sweet setup, and just second geared it all the way up, slowly gained traction, and launched up the last steep section. It's about seven feet of probably 35% grade. Yeah, Super, there was, maybe more. It's probably more like 
40% grade. Yeah, it was probably about an 80-degree angle, I bet you, in some of that section, depending yeah. on... It was a little bit bowled out, so, like, it wasn't all there, but it was... <laughs> looking at it and standing at it later, it's dang near vertical Yeah, and for a little bit. And, yeah, I'm, I'm 5'10", and when I stood about a foot up from the, the flattest section... It was still over my head. Yeah. So it's probably about seven feet worth of... Of dang near vert. Of dang near vert. It That's was, wet. Yeah. It's an actively Super flowing, flowing section, yeah. so... Flowing waterfall. And I I just... I got... It ate my lunch today. I, I could not get off the first waterfall section to where I could really pick up some speed. It just slipped out from under me, and I just didn't have the energy to compensate and pick my bike up over and over. It just... Had to throw in the towel on that one. I'm kind of bummed, so I want some redemption later on. Yeah, we'll definitely come back, bring a couple couple people, mm-hmm. a little bit of a crew. And, uh, yeah, who knows what the trail will hold next time. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'll be pretty dry and we can rip up there Yeah, a lot easier. Maybe it'll be even wetter. If it was totally dry, would it be way easier, you think? I think so. If it was totally dry or dang near dry, uh, I don't think that that scaly coating would be such an issue mm-hmm. but as soon as you mix it with water it's it's a little slime little it's, film. it's bad yep so um yeah i mean we'll see i'm 100 percent want to do it again yeah and uh it's just it's one of those trails you just got to experience it to to understand what it's like because <laughs> it's pretty rough i mean it's it's literally just a canyon that has enough of a wash to put ve- to let vehicles pass through yeah. So there's boulders, there's rocks, there's, you know, logs and chunks, and you're hopping up stairs that, you know, are built out of everything and pools behind them. And yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. There's nothing quite like it that I've ridden. That's for no, sure. It was, it was very different. It's kind of fun to find that out here, too. Yeah. 